Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. This is your old buddy, Johnny Mays, saying it's another great day in the neighborhood of Lodi, California, and exciting to be alive, exciting to know that our Lord and our Savior is on the throne. He's ruling and reigning in the kingdom of God, and everything, everything is working together by his own great design. I don't fear what men are doing because I know what God is doing. And I hope you feel the same way. Today I'm thinking about the little things in life, the little things. And you've probably noticed, if you've read your Bible any at all, you probably noticed there are a lot of little things recorded throughout the Bible. While we look at them as being little, God, on the other hand, sees everything with a big meaning. Everything has purpose. Everything is part of the design. It may look vague or obscure or insignificant, but it's not with God. It's the little things. In fact, God talks about the grain of mustard seed. He talked about the sparrow and even the hairs on your head. You know why? That's because God made them all. And because he made them all, he's concerned about them all. The things we consider small, the things we consider insignificant. The great God of heaven, the great creator uses these little things to accomplish great things. Here are just some of the little things in the Bible along with God's principles concerning them. I won't have time to go into them all. The mustard seed in Matthew chapter 13. How about the Lord's approval of the widow who gave the last two coins in Mark 12? The little boy's lunch in John chapter 6. Or when Jesus chooses only 12 disciples. The small coins in the fish's mouth to pay the taxes. The small tax collector in the sycamore tree. How about the sparrow? When the sparrow falls. How about the hairs on one's head? God knows every hair on your head. I'm sure, I am sure, you've heard someone say nothing is too big for God. Well, may I also say that nothing too small escapes our Father's undivided attention. You may feel small. You may feel nobody knows who you are. You may feel that nobody knows your name. It reminds me of a story of a friend of mine, Brother Ken Gobb, one of the great evangelists and humorists in the Christian world. And he's been on, he was on the road for years and years and years. In fact, he's still on the road, even in his late 80s. And he was telling me a story of his family. In fact, he wrote a book about this. He was driving his bus down the road and feeling sort of blue and thinking to himself, God, do you even know where I am? And when all of a sudden his children begin to complain about being hungry and he decides, okay, I'll stop. So he pulled into the next strip mall in a little town and there he saw a pizzeria and he told the kids, let's go get some pizza. So the kids started piling out, and after thought, he said, I think I'll just stay here. 
So the kids go on to the pizza, and Ken stays in the bus, still thinking about what his last thought was, and that is, God, do you know where I am? While sitting there, he suddenly thinks, maybe I'll get me a Pepsi. He saw a Pepsi uh, machine at the gas station, so he walks over to the Pepsi machine to get a can of soda. As he passes by this telephone booth, the telephone booth rings. Now think about this. He's in a town that I'm not even sure he knew the name of. He's in a place he's not even sure what the address is. As he passes by this telephone booth on the way to the machine, he hears the phone ring. And he thought, what? So he picks up the phone. And before he could speak, the operator says, this is a person-to-person call for Ken Gobb. And he thinks, is this a joke? Am I a candid camera? And he looks about to see, and the operator says, are you Ken Gobb? He says, well, I am. And the operator goes away, and there's a lady on the phone. And she says, is this Brother Ken? He says, it is. She says, well, I, I saw you at a meeting a few weeks back, and and I need prayer, and God gave me this number and told me to call it. And so I'm calling it. Could you pray for me? Well, think about that. He was astonished. As he gets back in his bus after praying for the woman, the children load back on. He hears the Lord say, Remember, Ken, no matter where you are, I know where you are. And later, came and write a book called God's Got Your Number. Listen, my friends, you and I need to understand that God knows exactly your life and where you're going. The Bible says, in fact, in Ephesians chapter 3.20, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power and work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. You see, our God is a competent father. God can handle any problem you give him. Nothing, nothing is beyond his ability or his resources. No request is too big or too small. So on the other hand, wouldn't it be better said, is there any problem that you would have that God would consider big? See, everything to God is small. There's nothing impossible, nothing insurmountable, nothing too big for God. It's all small stuff. Nothing is beyond his ability because he's a competent father. I watched the films recent as just the other evening, and it was about the two two of the men who started the daunting task of uh, putting together the Oxford Dictionary. Uh, they died before they finished it. That's how daunting the task was. But yet after 70 years, their contemporaries finally finished the Oxford Dictionary. Every word in the English language that they could discover, they would write the meaning and a quote about it. Well, with that said, it's taken me 76 years to realize fully that I needed to cut the word impossible out of my dictionary because it's not in God's vocabulary. Impossible is not in God's vocabulary. Nothing is impossible with God. Reminds me of the little song He's the God of the little things, not just the big things. Everything matters to him. He's my joy when I'm feeling good, peace when my day is through, light when my path grows dim. 
No matter what I may fear, I know he's always near, guiding me all the way. He's the God of the little things, not just the big things, and I'll follow him each day. Friends, God works in the little things. And though we may not see it now, you can trust me when I tell you he's behind the scenes tying up all the loose, loose strings in your life to work everything out for his good purpose. God cares about the little things in our lives. He's numbered the air on our heads. From another perspective, if the nations are as dust on the scales, well then how big is God? If he looks at the nations as dust. You know, few things remind me of the bigness of my Lord more than that glittering night sky. I love to go out at night and just look up into the heavens. And I'm reminded that God created all those stars and constellations and that the earth I live upon is but a tiny planet in the vast universe. I'm always overwhelmed by the hugeness of what I see when I stargaze. But sometimes I let my thoughts wander even further. And when I do, I realize I'm but one of billions of people who populate this planet. I'm just a speck amidst billions of specks on a speck of a world amidst billions upon billions of other planets and stars. And yet he knows where I am. And he knows where you are. God cares about me and he cares about you. In fact, in Psalms 139 says, he knows my every thought even before I speak. It says that God formed me in my mother's womb and knows what each of my day holds. Isn't that exciting? Isn't it exciting to think about that? I've been writing about the miracles I've seen in my ministry, and it's exciting to think about miracles. But I believe it's just as important to think about the wonder of God and the small things He does. You know, when I was traveling as an evangelist over the many years, I traveled by faith. I never asked for money. If the churches gave me a love offering, if someone gave me a, a support, I praise the Lord for it, but I never asked for money, never. And I remember one day I was traveling, I looked at my fuel gauge and it was nearing the empty mark. And I realized, you know what? You don't have any money. You don't have any money. I thought, well, goodness gracious, I hope I make it to the next town at least. And as I drove, the Lord says, hey, I want you to look in your briefcase. I said, my briefcase? He says, yes, I want you to look in your briefcase. So I pulled to the side of the road and I stopped and I went back and found my old briefcase in the trunk. And lo and behold, what's in there? A box of change, nickels, dimes, and quarters. It had been a love offering given to me, I suppose. And it was just a bag of coins and I put it in my briefcase and I never really counted it or taken it out. In fact, I forgot about it in there. But there it was, and I counted it out. It was more than $12. And I remember when I got back in my car with this box of, or this bag of coins, as I drove away, pretty soon there was a station, a filling station right down the road. I pulled in there, and I was a little bit embarrassed, but I wasn't, I was still very happy as I counted out the coins to pay for my gas. The little things that God cares about. 
I believe it's important to think about all the wonders of God and the universe and knowing all of this. But listen, what's more important is knowing that God cares about you right where you are today, all those little things in your life. You're valuable to God. You're important to God. Every little part of you is important. Every little function of your life is important. And God doesn't want you to forget that. I don't want to forget that. And I'm praying for you today. I want you to be blessed and rich in the small things of life and be filled, filled till your cup overflows. My friend, you're not little in God's eyes. My friend, you are big in God's eyes. You are important in God's eyes. God cares about you. So you stop worrying. You give old God all these cares that you have because they're little to Him. Though they may be big, big to you, they're little to Him. And He'll deal with each one of them. Amen? God bless you, my friend. I'll talk to you next time. This is your brother Johnny saying have a great day.